Welcome to Set Free 24-7. My name is Robert, and I am so glad that you're here. This month, we are starting out another journey through Proverbs. We are reading one proverb a day to keep the police away. And I got released from prison in 2015, and I'll tell you what, I'm keeping the streak alive. So just trying to share a little bit of the wisdom that I've learned along the way with you so that you too can stay out of jail and prison and no police contact. That's kind of the goal for all of this, so we're happy to have you along. The message version, if you're new to it, it's a paraphrase of the Bible that's rewritten by Eugene Peterson. He rewrote the Bible in today's language. Even if you've read through the Bible before, Hearing it in the message version sometimes brings a new light to some of the verses that you may have heard a hundred times before. So I invite you to just join along and listen for some of the things that are just a little bit different and see how they apply. So I'm going to be reading today first just the introduction to Proverbs, and then I'll jump right into Proverbs 1, and we'll go from there. So the intro to Proverbs. Many people think that what's written in the Bible has mostly to do with getting people into heaven getting it right with God and saving their eternal souls. Now, it does have to do with that, of course, but not mostly. It is equally concerned with living on this earth, living well, living in robust sanity. In our scriptures, heaven is not the primary concern to which earth is a tag-along afterthought. On earth as it is in heaven was Jesus' prayer. Wisdom is the biblical term for this on earth as it is in heaven everyday living. Wisdom is the art of living skillfully in whatever actual conditions that we find ourselves. It has virtually nothing to do with information as such and with knowledge as such. A college degree is no certification of wisdom, nor is wisdom primarily concerned with keeping us out of moral mud puddles, although it does have a profound moral effect upon us. Wisdom has to do with becoming skillful in honoring our parents and raising our children, handling our money and conducting our sexual lives, going to work and exercising leadership, using words well and treating friends kindly, eating and drinking healthily, cultivating emotions within ourselves and attitudes towards others that make for peace. Threaded through all of these items is the insistence that the way that we think of and respond to God is the most practical thing that we do. In matters of everyday practicality, nothing, absolutely nothing, takes precedence over God. Proverbs concentrates on these concerns more than any other book in the Bible. Attention to the here and now is everywhere present in the stories, the legislation, the prayers, and the sermons that are spread over the hundreds of pages of the Bible. Proverbs distills it all into riveting images and aphorisms that keep us connected in holy obedience to the ordinary. And now we'll jump right into Proverbs chapter 1. And as we're going along today, just listen for something that may stick out to you. I used to read through the book of Proverbs while I was doing my prison time. I did a proverb a day, every day, months and months on end. And it was crazy how God spoke to me through different verses every time that I read through it. So, What may speak to me today may be something different for you. So if something spoke to you today, drop it down in the comments. I'd be happy to hear. Proverbs 1. These are the wise sayings of Solomon. David's son, Israel's king, written down so that we'll know how to live well and right. And to understand what life means and where it's going. A manual for living, for learning what's right and just and fair. 
should teach the inexperienced the ropes and give our young people a grasp on reality. But there's something here also for seasoned men and women. Still a thing or two for the experienced to learn. Fresh wisdom to probe and penetrate the rhymes and reasons of wise men and women. Start with God. The first step in learning is bowing down to God. Only fools thumb their noses at such wisdom and learning. Pay close attention, friend, to what your father tells you. Never forget what you learned at your mother's knee. Wear their counsel like a winning crown, like rings on your fingers. Dear friend, if bad companions tempt you, don't go along with them. If they say, let's go out and raise some hell. Let's beat up some old man and mug some old woman. Let's pick them clean and get them ready for their funerals. We'll load up on top quality loot and then haul it back by the truckload. Join us for the time of your life. With us, it's share and share alike. Oh friend, don't give them a second look. Don't listen to them for a minute. They're racing to a very bad end, hurrying to ruin everything that they lay hands on. Nobody robs a bank with everybody watching. Yet that's what these people are doing. They're doing themselves in. When you grab all that you can get, that's what happens. The more you get, the less you are. Lady Wisdom goes out in the street and shouts. At the town center, she makes her speech. In the middle of the traffic, she takes her stand. At the busiest corner, she calls out. Simpletons, how long will you wallow in ignorance? Cynics, how long will you feed your cynicism? Idiots, how long will you refuse to learn? About face, I can revise your life. Look, I'm ready to pour out my spirit on you. I'm ready to tell you all that I know. As it is, I've called, but you've turned a deaf ear. I've reached out to you, but you have ignored me. Since you laugh at my counsel and make a joke of my advice, how can I take you seriously? I'll turn the tables and joke about your troubles. What if the roof falls in and your whole life goes to pieces? What if catastrophe strikes and there's nothing to show for your life but rubble and ashes? You'll need me then. You'll call for me, but don't expect an answer. No matter how hard you look, you won't find me because you hated knowledge and had nothing to do with the fear of God. Because you wouldn't take my advice and brushed aside all of my offers to train you. Well, you made your bed, now lie in it. You wanted your own way, now how do you like it? Don't you see what happens, you simpletons, you idiots? Carelessness kills, complacency is murder. First, pay attention to me, and then relax. Now you can take it easy. Now you're in good hands. And that's the end of Proverbs chapter 1. And again, we are reading a proverb a day to keep the police away, and I hope that something in here speaks to you. For me, I love the verse, the more you get, the less you are. Because it really takes the materialism aspect that is so prevalent in today's society and just says, listen, getting more, getting more and more stuff, it's not going to make you feel happy. All of us humans are designed with a God-shaped hole in our lives. And materialism says, if I go out and buy this, or if I go out and get that, or maybe if I have what the Joneses have over there, maybe that'll make me happy. 
and people try to shove all sorts of stuff into that God-shaped hole. Personally, I tried shoving as many drugs as I could in one sitting just to change the way that I was feeling. Just to get more trying to shove something in that God-shaped hole. And the only thing that fits is God. So the more I got, the less I became. Because by the end of my drug addiction in 2010, just before I got arrested, I literally was living out of a car. I was shooting up drugs every day. I had a terrible methamphetamine problem. Every day waking up to see what I could jam in a needle to jam in my arm. And none of that fit. It left me feeling emptier than ever. So if that's where you're at, or maybe it's not where you're at, but maybe it's something else. Maybe you're trying to fit something else into that God-shaped hole. Is it material things? Is it something with your neighbor? Is it something at your job? Maybe it's working. Maybe it's hunting. Maybe it's fishing. I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of things that we can try and fit into that God-shaped hole. And I'm telling you right now, none of it fits. So friends, that's the end of chapter one today. If something stood out to you, I'd be more than happy to chat about it. I'm not pushy or preachy. I'm just glad that you're here. I just know that every time I read through Proverbs, God has a little special message for me and it. Whether it's reinforcing something in my life or teaching me something brand new, there's always something for everybody. So friends, thanks so much for joining along today on this journey through Proverbs. Give me a like, how about a share, and maybe even send me a prayer. can use all of those things. So thanks so much, and we'll see you here tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 2.